Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to a bit of an early-ish knee-jerk stream for Game Week 21, I guess. Early because there's still two games to go in Game Week 20, and also because the Game Week 21 deadline isn't until the 13th of January. And I wasn't going to do a stream tonight, but then I kind of thought, why am I not doing a stream? I usually do it on Sunday anyway. We're going a little bit earlier just because obviously it's New Year's Eve today, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be out later on. Uh, But quite a lot's happened in Game Week 20, especially from... I mean, what's happened is there's been a lot of points for attackers and not too many for defenders, unless you had, like, Man City ones. I'm sure there has been... Is there any other clean sheets? I just need to double-check now. I can find the page here. Uh, Wolves got a clean sheet. That's it. Wolves and... Like, I can't imagine there was too many Wolves defenders out there. And obviously, Man City. So not many points for defenders, but a lot for... A lot for attackers. Cole Palmer. There was people on the deadline stream talking about... Should they bench boost with him? And every time someone said that, I, I I kept saying, but who are you playing ahead of Palmer? Now, obviously, 18 points is a crazy swing. So I don't want to make it out like it was stupid to bench him because it, it wasn't. But he was pretty good for this week. And 18 points in the first game of the season. Uh, May, Z- uh, sorry, the first game of the game week. Amazing. Am I going to roll next game week? Uh, probably not. I'm probably going to use two free transfers. I think this week is going to be a massive, basically up until the game week 21 deadline, it's going to be a massive discussion about which midfielders to bring in. Because at a minimum, a lot of people have got at least one of Salah or Son. Lots of people have got both. And obviously there might be a few Huangs uh, around as well. And there's lots of midfield choice. I mean, Bruno Fernandes and Marcus Rashford are probably not close to the top of anyone's list, but you've got Bowen and Gross, and Richarlison, and Palmer, if you don't already own him, and Saka, and Odegaard, uh, Elise, uh, Elise, sorry, Eze as well. There's lots of options. Foden, who obviously got a 12-pointer this week. So fair play if you did Son to Foden, because Son's gone and got a 9-pointer, I think, this week, and Foden's got 12. So you're already up on points for that move, but you're also a transfer ahead of everyone else as well. Uh, how many points did I get this week? I got fifth, I'm got i on 54, as it stands. We've still got Liverpool and Newcastle to go and West Ham and Brighton. I've got Ariola to go in the Brighton game. Obviously, he's not going to get any points in that match. And I've got Trent and Salah captain. So I did go through with the Salah captain instead of Alvarez. I think Alvarez's seven points is one of those where people that captained him are probably quite happy, especially if they watch the game because it was tedious, to be honest. Um, Sheffield United defended pretty well. Man City didn't create a huge amount. So I think captainers are probably okay with seven. I think non-captainers and people that didn't buy Alvarez are also pretty happy with that. I mean, in the end, 
pretty much any other move that I looked at, like Poro to Walker briefly, I looked at Gordon to Richarlison, they would have all netted me points, although I guess Gordon hasn't played yet, um, and maybe got me a transfer ahead. But I'm pretty happy with bringing in Alvarez. Um, and also, De Bruyne was back for Man City on the bench. He didn't get used. And Pep Guardiola said, hopefully he'll be ready for Newcastle, which is the next game in game week 21. But he also said in the embargoed quotes on Friday that De Bruyne was the closest to being back. So if De Bruyne is the closest to being back and they hope he's ready for Newcastle, does that mean that Haaland won't be? Possibly. In which case, it's easy just to keep Alvarez then maybe hold him for Burnley in game week 22 as well. Um, is it worth trying to beat the price rises? I Personally, I'm not making any early moves. I mean, I'm almost certainly going to do Son to Bowen and then maybe Salah to another midfielder as well. There is part of me that thinks... That, I can't remember now, but there's a lot of information that we might gather between 20 and 21 and then 21 to 22. And it might be worth just not transferring them both out. And obviously then you get a bit more of a, a look into how Egypt and South Korea are doing in their various tournaments as well. Uh, but I think ultimately I'm probably going to do Son to Bowen and Salah to another midfielder. I'm really not set on the second midfielder because I think Foden would definitely be up there because of the potential Man City double. But that's the only reason I think I'd want him. I still prefer to go someone else. Maybe Richarlison. So there's a lot to think about. So I don't want to mess up I don't want to make two transfers. I definitely won't make two, and then get the and get the player wrong, or there's an injury or something like that. Bearing in mind, it's not that there's a huge break until game week, uh, till the 13th of January. There's also FA Cup games and stuff like that. So I don't really want to. I probably won't go early. The annoying thing for me is Bowen already went up last night. He's probably going to continue to go up now that Salah and Son are flagged and people are starting to get rid of them, and. The first time that Salah and Son drop in price, I lose 0.1 million, which is very annoying because I got Salah at 12.7, he's 13.3. And Son, I got a 9.1, and he's now 9.9, I think. So as soon as either of those players go down, I'm losing 0.1. But either way, I, I won't be moving early. It just doesn't, it just doesn't feel worth it. It might be that we get to the deadline and there's been no issues and people that went earlier have got even more money. And I am... I am slightly worried about team value because, you know, we might need Salah and Haaland and want to keep Trent, etc. And it's going to get very, di- it's going to get very difficult, very quickly. Uh, you check how much you got players for on the transfer page. So you go to transfers, then click list view, and it will show you the price paid. So for Gabriel, four point seven. It will show you the selling price, which is four point eight, and his current price is five million. And it does that for all the players. So for Son. Um, yeah, Sonna bought a 9.1. His selling price is 9.5, and I, his current price is 9.9. So you can all check that on the on the transfers page. Uh, bench Palmer for Solanke and Saka. Ouch, yeah, that sucks. I mean, I I thought Saka was perfectly fine to play, and I mean he got a return. It's just one of those weeks where Palmer's obviously gone mad and got an 18 pointer. Like he was involved with every goal for for Chelsea, and of course he picks up the three bonus as well. No, I don't. I don't think it was a massive mistake playing either of those two ahead of Palmer. But obviously, it now looks like a massive mistake. These things happen. It sucks, but it is what it is. Solanke has to go. Are you nuts? Haven't haven't people just spent the last few weeks kind of making out like Solanke is essential? 
I don't think he has to go. I'll be honest, because I'm streaming this so early, I've not even seen the highlights from the Spurs-Bournemouth game um, because in Ireland and, and the UK, it was Arsenal that was on TV. But Solanke put up 0.84 expected goals against Spurs. He put up 1.01 against Fulham, 0.72 against Forest. I mean, there was a penalty involved somewhere here, I think Fulham, so those numbers aren't quite as good. Um, but 0.87 against United. Solanke is still a really good option. And, okay, Liverpool at home on paper and then West Ham away is not fantastic. But after that, you've got Forest at home, Fulham away. Newcastle away, not defending amazing at the moment. Man City at home in 26 is tough. Then it's Burnley, Sheffield United, Wolves, Everton. I just, there's nothing really to worry about. The only reason that I would, the only way I could see myself thinking about selling Solanke is if De Bruyne was to get re-injured, which would pretty much mean that Alvarez keeps his place, even when Harden's back, that I'd maybe keep Alvarez for any potential double and then sell Solanke instead. But I don't know. I think for now he definitely stays. This is what my t- this is how my team currently lines up for game week twenty one. Ariola in goal against Sheffield United away. Uh, a back four of Trent, Saliba, and Gabriel, so double Arsenal defence. Even though uh, hasn't been great recently. Charlie Taylor against Luton at home. Uh, Gordon against Man City at home, Palmer and Saka, and then Alvarez, Watkins, and Solanke. The the old classic four three three, with Saka captain and Palmer vice captain. I think captaincy is going to be really interesting for game week twenty one because a lot of us have sold Darwin. Salah's not going to be an option. Neither Son. Alvarez has obviously got Newcastle away, which on paper is okay. It's not amazing. Um, Bowen maybe when people bring him in. There's lots of. There's like almost no options this week. Saka, I'm on currently. You could look at Palmer. I think there's going to be quite a split, to be honest. How much would you have to spend for that second midfield spot after Haaland comes in? I, I I can get anyone, pretty much. I think I can get Bowen and Fernandez, for example, if I wanted to. If Salah goes far into African Cup Nations, there's a chance you don't get him back until second wildcard. Potentially, yes. I Honestly... <laughs> there was part of me that thinking I don't know why I'm doing this stream because there's so much that's open based on what happens in cup competitions and you know international games as well but essentially let's say that Salah's not back for 24 which is Burnley at home but then Liverpool double in 25 and he is back for that but then they blank again in 26 and 29 I could see myself talking or, or looking at a free hit 25 that might be the easiest way just to manage everything like, if Liverpool and Man City double in game week 25, and Salah's not back for 24, and he's going to blank twice after that as well, there, there is definitely a case to not get Salah back until the second wild card, and maybe even just free hit in 25, if, if the rest can be managed. But it's, at the moment, there's just so many kind of ifs and buts. It's, it's really hard to say. All I know is I'm definitely selling Son in game week 21, and it'll almost certainly be for Bowen. But I'm open to... I'm I'm open to doing something else. Uh, Happy New Year to you too. What about Bowen to Son? I'm presumably you mean the other way around, and yeah, that seems pretty good. You always question why you do every stream. I know because it's just useless. It's just terrible. It's just a terrible stream. I don't know why people are still watching. Uh, surely Watkins is due a goal for captaincy. Everton away though, it's okay. Nick gifted one membership. Thank you very much. There you go, Neil. You've got the. Uh, you've got the. Um, the gifted membership there. Happy New Year from Salt Hill. I was in Salt Hill this morning. Decent weather. Probably isn't now. 
Uh, where are the drinks? I've got my water here. That new Galway United jersey is about. It's not Galway United, I'm afraid. It's actually hashtag United. Uh, Spencer and uh, Sev, etc. sent it to me. So thanks very much to them. I think it was actually Alex actually that sent it. But... Uh, no Harlem for game week 21. I mean, we don't even know if he's back, right? We have to wait and see. I'm not fully... Like, if I had to bet now, my bet is he's probably not going to be back. And for anyone that's got Harlan, I feel like you've probably got to keep him. Uh, Nick, member for 11 months. Thank you very much. Closing on a year. You are indeed. Uh, have I given up on the beer? Um, I would say I've severely reduced the amount of drink. I had like I've had like one beer, one can of beer in the last week, I think, including all over Christmas. I'm thinking of Salah to Bowen, but with no Kudus Pakitar injured, for example, won't Bowen get less service? I mean, possibly. We'll see how it goes against Brighton. I suspect if Bowen does all right against Brighton, we probably talk ourselves into it anyway. Um, but I think um, I think Bowen's going to be a good option either way. I I mean, at the end of the day, the the options are quite limited. Well. There's a lot of midfield options, but there's none that really stand out as like amazing. Maybe Richardson should be should be ahead of Bowen. Probably probably going to get penalties now. Son's not there. Great goal threat recently. Another return for Garnacho. Yeah, massive mistake by Turner. Was um good composure though from Garnacho. I mean, I, I'm again like Garnacho tempts me as an option later on. If I want to go three four three and have a cheap bench fodder, and I want to try and get Harlan and Salah in, but he's not going to be someone I bring in for Son or Salah now. It'd be someone down the line. Bowen has a case for captaincy game week twenty one, maybe Sheffield United away. I don't know. They defended all right for for a lot against a lot of the time against Man City. What do I think of Nkunku? I mean, I think January would be good for him. That there's not so many games, but I I just. <sighs> I think he could be great, but I'm not going to put him in ahead of any of the three forwards I've got. And I, I, don't, I don't think him being benched in game week 20 was a shock, right? He's not long back from injury. They've got a lot of options as well. I don't know. Maybe the lack of games will mean he doesn't get a chance to build up his match fitness. Hard to say, really. I think at some point, Nkunku will start most weeks. I think they've just got a lot of attackers, haven't they? And Palmer's almost got to play. I don't think Nkunku's going to play as number nine. So that means Jackson or, or Broglie is going to play up front. So then maybe Nkunku is number 10. That seems to be where Pochettino wants to play him, like centrally. But then if you've got Enzo Fernandez and Caicedo, then you want Gallagher playing too. There's just not a space there. So maybe you play him on the left, but then you've got Mudrick, Sterling. Madueke's played all right recently as well. There's a lot of options. And... I suspect that Chelsea probably just don't want to risk Nkunku getting re-injured as well. So I don't have too much interest in, in him, to be honest, at the moment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, is Salah close to a drop in price? We can have a look at the price changes. Uh, so potentially going up in price tonight are Foden, Trent, Allison, Bailey, Elise, uh, and possibly Alanga tomorrow. 
De Bruyne is getting quite a few transfers in, which is, I gotta be honest, a little bit surprising. He didn't even get on the pitch. Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna start week in week out for a little while yet. I don't think. Uh, and then dropping in price potentially. Carlton, Morris, Doku, not really a huge issue. Salary is minus forty eight point nine seven percent. So if the if the current trend of transfers out continues, he might drop to Morris, same as Son. But it's not they're not they're not dropping super quick. So uh, I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry just now. I mean, look, here's the thing. They are gonna drop. They they will drop before way before the deadline. So you either do it or or you otherwise you're just gonna stress yourself out checking every day. I think um you either do it soon or you just wait till the deadline. Because for most people, like once once they drop, that means I can take another price drop. And for a lot of people, it's probably two price drops anyway, so it's, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Kudus apparently won't play in game week twenty. Uh, Foden, Bowen, or Richardson. Right now, I'd probably say Bowen or Richardson. I think <laughs> the one thing about game week twenty one is Man United are playing one of the worst defenses in the league in Spurs, and Spurs are. Spurs are playing one of the worst defenses in the league in Man United. They're both um, they're both in the bottom five for expected goals conceded, or at least they were before this game week. Uh, Son's got to be a hold. I, honestly, I'm way more interested in holding Salah than Son. Chelsea have league and FA Cup between deadlines. Not that much rest for Nkunku. I mean, we'll get a, yeah, we'll get a good idea about how much they're going to use him, right? I think it's three or four games for them in January. Uh, first time playing FPL, do we have free transfers in the winter mark? You just get one transfer every game week, basically. So even though the next deadline is not for two weeks, you still only get one transfer. Uh, surely you start Poro over Gordon or Taylor. I mean, I probably won't start Gordon anyway, right? Because I'll transfer Son out. I'll probably transfer Salah out as well. So realistically, this is what the team will be. It'll be a 3-4-3, and I'll have two new midfielders. And to be honest with you, on paper, I think that team looks great once I sell both of those players. The only, the only decision for me, really, this week is whether or not to sell Salah straight away. I mean, if Haaland's back for 22, I'm going to have to sell Salah anyway. Um, but Son's definitely going. So even if I don't sell Salah, I'll just play Gordon Poro or, or Taylor. I don't know who. Is it possible for both to drop 0.3 or 0.4 until they're back? Yeah, so players can rise and drop in price a maximum of 0.3 million between game weeks. So between now and game week 21, they could potentially drop 0.3 million. Almost certainly not going to happen. Could be like one or two. And then that's it. But obviously, like if they end up being out till game week 25, then yeah, they'll absolutely drop in price. Uh, you hope that Salah doesn't smash it tomorrow, Captain Alvarez. I hope he does, because I've Captain Salah. I mean, if you captain Alvarez, would you? If I gave you the chance to switch to Salah now, you keep your seven points for Alvarez, but obviously you drop the captaincy. Would you take it? I think seven or eight points is where it gets a bit. Like, I'd be unsure about that. Like it doesn't feel that high, but I don't know if I'd want to risk it. But I also think that, I also think as a Salah captain, I'm quite happy with how things have gone so far. But I don't think I would swap off Alvarez. Um, but yeah, if Salah can just get one return, that'll do me. If he gets two happy days. If he gets like ten points plus, that'd be that'd be good. Very good. Um what's who sorry, I just saw a question about oh yeah, thoughts on Ivan Tony. Yeah, so Tony's back I think he's back for game week twenty one, right? He can play in game week twenty one. I mean severe lack of match fitness for sure. 
Uh, where is he actually? Oh, yeah, there he is. 7.9 million. Hasn't played... Oh, he hasn't played at all this season, has he? That's mad. I, completely, I, f I don't know why I forgot that. Um, but with the amount of injuries they've got, they're probably going to have to throw him in pretty quickly. I suspect he'll start against Nottingham Forest at home. The thing is, they've then got Spurs away, Man City at home, Wolves away, Liverpool at home, West Ham away, Chelsea at home, Arsenal away. It's not the greatest run on paper. There is a lack of match fitness there. Whether or not that will matter, we'll have to wait and see. But also, who do, who do you sell? If you've got Watkins, Solanke, Alvarez, Darwin, Harlan, like, which one of those players gets sold for Tony? It just doesn't feel worth it. Yeah, he might have been... Yeah, I suspect he has been training behind closed doors, but there's a big difference between actually playing matches, right? Uh, thoughts on Doughty at Luton? I think... I think when Luton double, he's going to be very popular. Quite attacking, great delivery, 4.4 million. Uh, but would I want to bring him in right now? Like, Bernie away is okay in 21, but then it's Brighton at home. Brighton always find a way to score. Newcastle away, not great, I would say. Sheffield United at home is all right, but then Man United at home, Liverpool away. I basically think they concede in basically from now until 26 and 27, Villa at home. P potential clean sheet against Burnley away. Or, sorry, potential clean sheet against Sheffield United at home, maybe. I think if, if Luton double against uh, Bournemouth, it'll be popular. I've sold all three, Son, Salah, He Chan, Huang for Foden, Bowen, Richarlison. Nice. We're all going to have pretty new look midfields. Will Tom Heaton play now? Well, he, he will play if Anana goes away. I'm not really sure what's going on there. Is that? I know he's been called up, but is he going, Anana? Thoughts on Pedro Neto? Um, not bad, but I don't think... Let me just double check. It's, it's funny now. We're talking about all these players we haven't been... We haven't been mentioning for weeks. I mean, I know Neto's been injured. I think we talked about him on the deadline stream. Yeah, Brighton away, Man United at home, Chelsea away, Brentford at home, Spurs away. I mean, the way Wolves have been playing, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Neto getting a few goals over that run. But I suspect I would rather go for Elise or Eze potentially, especially if you can nail the, the penalty taker. If Anana doesn't go, he'll be banned. Banned by who? Who are going to ban him? Ban him from what? Oh, yeah, international duties, on it? Okay, fair enough. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, why is he not listed on FPL? Oh, he is, he is. No, he's not. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ote ba Bayindia, 4 million. He might play, actually, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry, 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 my bad. Is it too early for Salah to De Bruyne? Uh, yes, uh, De Bruyne is not even really on. He's on my radar, I guess, but I don't see him coming in in 21. Uh, is Leon Bailey a great shout now? He keeps returning. Yeah, but his minutes and injury record would always worry me. Like, I do think he's first choice 11 at the moment, but I, it's just one of those things that could quickly change. And I think you've missed most of... Like, I don't think Villa have terrible fixtures by any means. Right, It's Everton away this week, Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away, Man United at home, Fulham away. It's, it's really not bad. But you've just missed Burnley at home and Sheffield United at home. I mean, for his price, it's probably... He's probably someone to consider. I just always worry a little bit about... Because he, he missed a game recently, didn't he? Have I got that wrong? Right, wrong. Um, Yeah, he played 25 minutes against Brentford, 45 against Arsenal. I'm not sure if he was injured in that Arsenal game. Uh, 80 against Sheffield United, then 76 Man United, 90 against Burnley. The minutes have generally been pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I just, he's just one of those players I've always got in the back of my mind. He will become a problem at some point. I just that, that's one of the reasons why I'm so drawn to to a player like Bowen. 
you're just going to play 90 minutes every single week. <laughs> it's just going to happen, and you never have to worry about him, ever. How did Arsenal lose to Fulham? Well, Arsenal weren't very good, and Fulham were pretty good. I don't remember Arsenal creating a huge amount. I mean, Saka did have a really good chance in the second half. And he smashed it over the bar. Uh, be quiet about Jota. Let him be our differential. I'm not that interested in Jota, really. I mean, if he plays on the right while Salah's absent, then maybe I'll be interested. But if they're going to play someone like Harvey Elliott on the right, then Jota's got too much competition, right? I mean, I do think Darwin Nunez might even be first choice left winger at the moment ahead of Diaz. And that could mean that Jota plays through the middle. But you've still got Gakpo there. And it feels quite short term by the time Salah's back. I could be wrong on that, but I just don't know how interested I am in any Liverpool attackers. I mean, I kind of wish I'd kept Darwin because Alvarez only got seven points, but I suspect he'll be an issue at some point. Trent as captain will soon be a thing. Maybe. How value is back. I don't, I don't think that's going to make a huge difference. FIFA can find, suspend, or ban those players who don't go on international duty. Do you, do you not think that's wrong, by the way? And it's not just an Anana thing, but players should be able to choose whether they want to play for their country, right? Seems a bit wrong to me. Kenyon's been getting good returns. Uh, but again, though, like if, if, it's, if you're thinking about a forward transfer, it's not even really who to bring in. It's who do you take out? Uh, Bruno Fernandes is a shout for the next seven game weeks. I don't really want to talk about Fernandes. I feel like I'll get lynched by the mob. They can retire. Well, then, yeah, then they can come out of retirement. Absolutely is wrong. It's not wartime national service. It's a sport. Boom, there you go. Alvarez away to Newcastle eight weeks ago was considered a tough fixture, yeah? And then, New and then Newcastle stopped defending. I don't think it's an easy fixture. But he's not worth taking out, like for Cunha or Jesus. I mean, Jesus didn't even start today. Uh, the play could be to go without Haaland and hold Salah for the next few game weeks. Yeah, that sounds great until Haaland's fit for Burnley at home in game week 22. And then that plan goes completely out of the window, I think. Uh, I mean, you'd want to see... I mean, if Haaland isn't even in the squad against Newcastle away, then captain and him in game week 22 becomes tough. But if he does get minutes against Newcastle, I don't know if you'd want to go... I, I wouldn't want to go without him for game week 22. Uh, game week 21 is not a blank. I've never said it is. Oh, okay, sorry. Why does that say that? Oh, do you know what? Okay, the reason that's in the title is because this is the first knee-jerk stream I've done since Game Week 18, which was a blank, and I just forgot to take that out of the title. I've changed it now. Uh, City do have FA Cup, yeah. Huddersfield, I think. Uh, Elise, I like, yeah. I think Elise is a good option. I just, I think for Elise and Eze, I just want the one that's the penalty taker. And Elise took the last one, but I think he won it as well. So Eze might still be on penalties generally. Uh, at this moment in time, what Newcastle players would should you own? None, I'd say. Like, should? Zero. I mean, I've got Gordon. He's going to be benched most weeks until 23 when the fixtures are good. That's fine. Like, having a trip here because you've got three other good defenders and just hold on to him until 23, that's also fine. But if you had zero Newcastle players, you would not be looking to bring any in at the moment. Uh, Elise is a 100% starter and Eze isn't. But it wasn't that just a fitness thing, right? Eze had just come back from injury. I don't think... I don't think Eze's getting benched anytime soon, right? Uh, thoughts on Foden's minutes now that De Bruyne is returning? I mean, it depends where they play, I guess, but everyone's minutes takes a little bit of a hit when De Bruyne is back, apart from probably Bernardo Silva. But honestly, until until he's back, I wouldn't worry about it too much. If you don't own, if you don't own Foden, then I'd be a bit more cautious. 
Uh, get rid of double Arsenal defence. I mean, they've got Crystal Palace at home this week, so I'm just going to play both of them. Don't really have... Don't really have a huge worry about that. I mean, I guess the question as always would be, who are you selling them for? Arsenal defenders have been so overrated recently. We don't need to own any of them at this point. I mean, sure, right? They haven't got clean sheets recently. But again, it's all about what you think they might get in the future. And they've got Crystal Palace at home this week. Like, they're that, like which other defender are you getting? I mean, Man City, Newcastle away. Probably not worth bringing Walker in. I mean, sure, go and get Trent if you haven't got him. Well, you'd definitely be tripping up on Man City for their double game. I mean, I wouldn't, I won't definitely do anything until I know what's happening, but I don't see why not. I'd want to, I'd want to double, uh, triple up if I could. I'd always want to triple up on uh, most double game weeks. Maybe not. I mean, Bournemouth versus Luton might test that, but yeah, Estupinian, nice shout. Yeah. The thing is, though, if you've got sat, like, again, it's like a priority thing. You know, I could. Yeah, sure, maybe I'm a little bit frustrated with Arsenal defence, but they got Crystal Palace at home. Like, what's, I just don't see any point in worrying about it. Um, and if I sell Saliba to Estupinian, then I've got one less transfer to deal with Son and Salah. But if we're just straight up talking replacements, then yeah, Estupinian could be great. But let's wait and see him play against West Ham yet. How many minutes does he get? Whether he comes through that. Like, he's not that long back from injury. Like, I wouldn't do Saliba or Gabriel to Doughty. So Eshapinian, is there anyone else? Any other defenders apart from Eshapinian? Was worried about the Solanke injury today. He carried on though, didn't he? And there's a little bit before the next Premier League game anyway. You can't rule out bringing in Rashford after I've had a few. Put the drink down. Do Newcastle score against Liverpool? Uh, yes. I'm 1.7 million ranked. What chance do I have to get into the top 1 million? Every chance. Yeah, Walker, fine for an Arsenal defender, but you wouldn't do that this week, right? Like, why would you want Walker against Newcastle away instead of Saliba against Palace at home? Vardio, no interest, not nailed enough. Uh, Gusto, yeah, maybe. Plus, you save money on him as well. Although, Chelsea defence, I, I don't know. Can't, I, I must, like, if I needed a really cheap defender, I'd look at Gus, Gusto, but I'm not. I'm not sat here just... You know, absolutely wanting a Chelsea defender in my team. Yeah, Pau Torres for Everton away. Again, not really. Okay, my, my general point is there are not many defenders that on paper this week are better than Arsenal defenders. Like, why would you want a Villa defender away to Everton instead of Arsenal against Palace at home? Uh, thoughts on West Ham defence? Three clean sheets in the last three. I I suspect that run will not continue. <laughs> is is my thoughts like their their expected goals conceded this season are pretty awful there's a reason most of us haven't had a clean sheet out of Ariola yet um i don't expect one against brighton either sheffield united away in bournemouth at home not quite so bad but then it's man united away in arsenal at home forest away in 25 i just wouldn't touch west ham defenders right now uh zinchenko was injured today apparently yeah he um arteta said he felt something in his calf they'll have to see how long he's going to be out for do I know when I'm going to wildcard? I mean, the rough plan is like game week 31, but that could easily change depending on what happens with doubles and game week, uh, double and blank game weeks. When's the chip strategy video? It's just too early to do something like that without lots of caveats because we just don't know who's doubling when. Like basically, you need a few more, you need a few more games in the cups. Uh, why was Sterling benched? Rest? I don't think it was rest because he didn't play the game before because he was suspended. I think that was just tactical. And Sterling is probably now a slight issue going forward. Uh, Salah to a 6.9 million midfielder to afford Haaland or go big. 
I mean, I'd want to leave myself a route to go for Harden, I think. And Richarlison uh, fits into that price bracket quite well. I uh, got one free transfer for 21, planning to do Salah to Bowen. Is it worth taking a hit to do Alvarez to Harden if he's back? I, I, don't, I don't think it'll be worth the hit because let's see if Harden gets minutes in the FA Cup first. Because if he's not in that squad either, I don't think you take a hit to get him back. I think you go without. Only reason I'm thinking of a defender is because Liveramento is your fourth defender. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying you can't bring in any defenders in. I'm just trying to make the point that I think Arsenal are completely fine against Palace at home, and I will almost certainly play both of my Arsenal defenders ahead of Poro. You already put Harden in for game week 21. Is that bad? I mean, it might be if he's not uh, available, which is absolutely looking, or is absolutely a possibility. Yeah, I don't see myself doing Salah to De Bruyne at all. Odegaard, Saka, Richardson, or De Bruyne. Uh, I would probably go for Saka out of that lot, I think. You wouldn't bench Porro against the Man United defence. But, like, Porro's not going to keep a clean sheet. So you're hoping for the attack and return, which could happen, yeah. But I think Arsenal are more likely to get a clean sheet than Porro is to get an attack and return, basically. Yeah, I think my team does look all right. If De Bruyne plays against Huddersfield, he's an option 100%. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, it doesn't mean he's going to go and play 90 minutes in the next Premier League game and then 90 minutes in the one after that, though. What teams do you reckon might have a drop in quality during AFCON Asia Cup? Um, I mean, Liverpool will, will miss Salah for sure, but they've probably got enough there to not massively worry. I mean, I think I think Spurs... I mean, Saar got injured today, didn't he? Basuma is obviously suspended, but they've just, they've just beaten Bournemouth 3-1. I think a lot of people thought that Bournemouth would do much better. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if many teams will be hit that hard. I mean, Man United without Anana probably won't be great. Yeah, people keep saying, like, why not Poro? Man United are useless. Again, this team's not locked in, right? It's still it's 2023. The next deadline is not until 2024. Um, but it's not, like, Spurs might beat Man United, but I think Man United will score at home quite easily. So it's then how many attacking returns does Poro get? Of course, he could go and score. and That would be annoying, but I think... Um, I think Arsenal much more likely to get a clean sheet, like I said. Yeah, that was that was that was a yeah, it was almost like a bad. I haven't done this since last year. Uh, I'll apologise for that. What do I think about Brighton players? Uh, Gross SGP now. I like them both. I think they're good options. Let's just let's just wait till Brighton have played against West Ham, because SGP now is only just back from injury. Uh, City's possession stats against Sheffield United were ridiculous. Alvarez, captain managers, were very unlucky. I don't think you were unlucky, honestly. They had a lot of possession. They didn't do a huge amount with it. What do we think about bringing in SGP? I've just spoken about him quite a lot. Is it worth taking a hit to avoid price drops on Salah and Son? I mean, you're taking a hit and going early. It just doesn't feel right. We've one of the worst attacks in the league, scoring against Spurs in a formality. Man United are going to score against Spurs. Got no doubts about that. As bad as Man United are, the Spurs defence is, is, is just ready to be scored against. Spurs and Man United defence this year have been terrible. Man United attack is pretty poor, though. <laughs> it, it can't get any worse, I don't think. Okay, let's see if there's any players we haven't already spoken about. Yeah, I mean, Gross instead of Gordon, sure, but it's probably not worth a transfer, especially if you've got Salah and Son to deal with. Downgrading Watkins for Cunha, then upgrading War Prowse to Saka. Well, I don't like selling Watkins right now. As a Man United fan, how do I feel about Ten Hag? Um, I, I don't... I don't like the I don't like the attitude of kind of 
always wanting to sack a manager when things don't go well. Like it's just it just seems more and more like that happens these days. And I'm not particularly I'm not particularly sure it would change a huge amount like straight away because how many managers have Man United been through? I mean not not a whole lot has changed. But also I'm not sure how long this can go on for either. Which I know is not really a great answer to the question. I don't really, I don't want to go through this sacking managers all the time, but I also don't know how much long, like I said, I don't know how much longer these performances can go on. Like unless, unless the team comes out and attacks and leaves space in behind, man, I just don't really know what to do. Like great result against Chelsea, then terrible. Great re- result against Villa, then terrible. It's just like, it's just constant. I think, um, look, man, United do have a lot of injuries, but not enough to the point where, they should be playing like this. Um, and, and yeah, it, it all depends who's available as well, right? I think it's. I think the easiest thing for people in the media and people that create content to do is go on and on and on and on about you've got to get rid of this manager, you've got to sack this manager, but no one hardly ever comes up with um, a good replacement. And there might be lots of replacements out there. I don't know the manager market abroad and stuff like that. I'm not going to pretend like I do. But I, I, I just don't... I think ultimately you've got to hold on to him for now. I don't think there should be any major decisions made until the ownership thing's done and like there's there's new new structure and stuff put in place, basically. No, not Conte. No. Come on. Okay, let's get back onto the FPL stuff anyway. Uh what about Gordon and Saka to Elise and Gross? Now I, I again I don't why is everyone so keen to sell Saka, especially after he just returned? I mean I get it after the last few weeks. I don't think you need to use a transfer to get rid of Saka. Uh, is Madison in minor training yet? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Although, I did see someone saying he might be back for 22, but I guess game week 22 is very close to February. So, yeah, he could be back by game week 22, I suppose. I'm not sure what his level of training is at just yet. I think the funniest thing about Man United is, and look, players don't choose their transfer fee, right? And, it, and it's been quite boring over the years having to listen to how much Harry Maguire was. Um, but when Man, when Man United spent all that money on Harry Maguire, you'd probably think they can't do any worse, right? And then they go and spend however much stupid money it was on Anthony. Like, it's just it's ridiculous. How can you how can you make a worse transfer than spending eighty odd million on Maguire, whatever price it was? Crazy. Uh, Arsenal's attack look, looks toothless. So I actually agree, but I don't know. I still think the sack is a good option because he's always going to play for you. His stats are pretty good still, and the fixtures are quite good. So I, I still like Saka, but I also agree that Arsenal's attack doesn't look as good as it did last year, and the numbers kind of back that up as well. Like before today's game, they were one, two, three, four, eighth for expected goals this year per ninety non-penalty. But I still, again, it's. Like, if if there was no international tournaments on right now, and you had, like, if Salah and Son were still options, and I've got Palmer, etc., then, yeah, maybe if you really wanted to, you could get rid of Saka. But with everything else going on, I just can't understand how that is your top transfer out. I just I just don't get it. Uh, why did United sell Alanga? Yeah, look, I know Alanga's playing well. I don't necessarily think that was a bad transfer out. I think the money Man United get for transfers is not great, but I don't think getting rid of Alanga was a bad move necessarily. Like these things happen all the time. Look at Martinez at Villa, right? Lots of people saying, well, why did Arsenal get rid of him? But it made sense at the time. 
Uh, went from 69k to 137k by benching Palmer. Ouch. The good news is you're still well inside the top 150k. Is it really wise bringing in Chelsea assets? They usually spend a load over each trans. Yeah, that's another thing, actually. The transfer window is going to open soon. Um, I mean, I think Palmer's fine. Like, who, who else would you be looking at for Chelsea? I, I personally not that interested in a Chelsea defender. I mean, they've got Fulham at home this week. Then it's Liverpool away. Then it's Wolves at home, which is probably okay. I basically think that Fulham at home this week and Wolves at home in 23 are not bad for defenders. But obviously, Fulham played really well against Arsenal today. Willian and Jimenez are back. Wolves have got Neto back, even though they've lost Huang. And then outside... So 21 is Fulham at home. Then it's Liverpool away. No clean sheet. Wolves at home, maybe. Palace away, difficult-ish. Man City away, no chance. Spurs at home, probably not either. Brentford away, could have Tony back. Then it's Newcastle and Arsenal. I just wouldn't be looking at Chelsea players at all. Like, Gusto, because of his price, maybe. Um, and Palmer's still a really good price for what he offers. I cannot believe I got Palmer for 4.9 million, by the way. It's ridiculous. Defences this year are starting to remind me of the COVID season when no one was really getting clean sheets, so it was better to just own cheap defenders who can yield attack decent attacking returns. But I think that's kind of always been the way in FPL, right? I mean, Trent's got 10 returns and 11. So, and he's worth the money. Doesn't mean loads. I mean, most most defenders aren't that expensive anyway in FPL because of the way um, players are priced. He's jotted the best Liverpool option now that Salah is gone. I mean, let's see a few more games first because he's he's not long back from injury either. I suspect it might be Darwin Nunez. I also do you know what? I I think Darwin's going to get penalties. I know no one agrees with that, but I think he's going to get penalties. I mean, there's a chance. And I know everyone's going to say there's no chance of that happening, but there is a chance, even if you think it's small. He's got a good record, and he's an attacker. It'd be amazing if Trent got them, though. He Then he would become essential, I would say. Getting gems like Palmer is half the reason we play. Absolutely. All right, any other players we've not already talked about? Is Sterling now a must-sell, or should we wait another week and see? I'd be tempted to wait because it's Fulham, but honestly, the only reason I'd hold him is if you've got other fires to put out. Because it's clear now it's a tactical thing. Unless like there's an injury in the FA Cup to a player that means... Like, if Mudrick and... Whoever else was to get injured. Maybe Sterling comes back in. The, the only thing is, isn't... Let me just double check. Um, I don't want to get it wrong about which players are going away in January and stuff like that. Yeah, Nicholas, Nicholas Jackson's going on international duty as well. In some games, Brogy has been playing through the middle and Jackson's been playing on the left. So I guess that's one less player for Sterling to compete against. But Nkunku could play there as well. They can play Mudrick. I, I think I'd be looking at how I can get Sterling out soon. It doesn't have to be this week, but... He is going to be an issue for you. Yeah, yeah. So, I, 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 as expected, right, everyone's telling me it's definitely not... Well, not they're not saying that necessarily, but everyone thinks it's going to be McAllister or Soboslai. And I agree, it could be those two players, but it could also be Darwin Nunez, because his record's really good too. Like, nobody knows. Like, we can all sit here and say it's definitely Darwin, it's definitely Soboslai, it's definitely McAllister. No, none of you know, just like I don't, but I think it's going to be Darwin. He's taken one for Liverpool already as well. Now, none of the other penalty like players you think would take a penalty were on the pitch, but he's taken one for Liverpool. His record is good. He's probably going to be their main goal threat alongside Jota while Salah's out. I think they're going to give him to him. Ultimately, though, I think that the key point is none of Soboslai, McAllister, or Nunez are likely to be on the pitch for 90 minutes every single game that Salah's out. So it might be that in one game, one of them takes him, and another one, it could be another, could be another player. Like Darwin's record is 12 and 12. 
Leaving Darwin heroics tomorrow to offset. I, I, I miss Darwin already, even though I don't think he's great. Yeah, Darwin did take the penalty in Europa League, but Soboslai, McAllister, and Salah weren't on the pitch. Yeah, Dar Darwin's never missed a penalty. He's just a great finisher, as we know. And that, that must be the reason for it. Uh, sell Newcastle players. Um, I start to think... Well, the thing is, from game week 23, they've got good fixtures again. So you're only two more game weeks now until the good fixtures start up. So I think Newcastle players are sellable. But for me, for example, I've got Gordon. He's just not a priority for me to get rid of. Uh, read a thread arguing that Soboslai may play right wing while Salah's at AFCON. Yeah, it could happen. Anyone like him or or Harvey Elliott could play there. That's why I'm not convinced that Jota suddenly becomes a great pick. Because it's Jota, Darwin, Gakpo and Diaz all fighting for two spots still, if none of them are going to play right wing. We might get we might get an idea of what Klopp's going to go with in the FA Cup. Because their game's against Arsenal, so it's quite a big game. And that I think that comes before their next FPL game. I think I think the I think the FA Cup third round for everyone is before the next round of Premier League fixtures. Yeah, seventh of January. In fact, Liverpool have got um Liverpool have got FA Cup and Carabao Cup before before their game against Bournemouth. <laughs> Liverpool's game's not till the twenty first of January. It's absolutely mad. I, again, I think I spoke about this on the, the deadline stream, but this is a split game week. So the deadline's on the 13th of January, but some teams won't play until the 20th of January or later. So when we're choosing captaincy in game week 21, right, the deadline's on the 13th of January, and you could choose Saka as your captain, but he doesn't play until a week later. <laughs> Imagine if he gets injured in between. There will be some discussions about captain and a player closer to the deadline, or at least vice-captaining vice captaining a player closer to the deadline just so there's less chance of them getting injured. So you could vice captain like Watkins or Alvarez in case Saka goes and gets injured or whichever you know whichever player you want to captain. I think I think with ha if Haaland's out of twenty one, I think captaincy is going to be interesting. I think there's a few different players you could go uh, different ways you could go. Uh, why sell Salah uh, Son over Salah first? Because there's a, again if right if Liverpool beat Arsenal in the FA Cup and they go and get to the Carabao Cup final. Then they'll blank in twenty six, and they'll. I think they'll. I think then they'll have a good chance of blanking in twenty nine. And to fit all their extra games in, they might have to have their double a bit earlier, which would be around game week twenty five. And I'd rather have Salah for that than Son. That's that's it really. But if Egypt get all the way to the final, Salah might even miss one of the games if they double in twenty five. So this is what I mean. Things are going to get so interesting. Things are going to get interesting over the next uh, few game weeks, but they're also going to get complicated. I would say. Yeah, it is, that's a good point, actually. For some people, you might have a lot of money locked up in one of Salah or Son, but not the other one because you got on them later. That could affect your your reasons to sell them. I mean, for me, I'm probably going to sell Son first and I've got the most money wrapped up in Son, but it is what it is. I did talk about Jota. I feel like we've talked about most of the stuff I'm going to get asked, so I might start to kind of wrap it up there. Um and there's, there's probably just too many ifs and buts at the moment. So if you have enjoyed that early New Year's Eve stream, make sure to give it a like and hit that subscribe button. I'm very close to three. In fact, we might have even hit 392,000 subscribers. Let's have a quick look. We have indeed. So thank you very much for that. Um, and if you listen on podcasts and you've, you've got this far, make sure to rate five stars. I don't know when the next bit of content will be, but it almost certainly won't be until um, probably Tuesday or Wednesday. And then maybe another video and then the rest of the usual content the week after, I think. 
Um, so happy new year to anyone that's already is already in a place in the world that's passed uh, into the first of January. Um, for anyone else, enjoy your evening. Happy new year to you as well. And I will uh, I will catch you again at some point. I just don't know when. I'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.